so Khabib Gagey. Okay, so I am actually a humongous Justin Gagey fan. All right, good. I'm pulling for him too. I met him uh, a couple of weeks ago oh, at you? the Lake. Yes, I did at the Lakewood uh, Home Depot, and I told him what a fan I was. But Sick. so, like I told you, my girlfriend, her father was an Olympic wrestler. He had three sons who were all also amazing wrestlers. And his oldest son was a Colorado state champ and went to University of Northern Colorado okay. with Justin Gagey. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and so... So her family all tosses you around or you don't... You know, oh, yeah, d- for real. So uh, <laughs> they have three younger sons. Um, I don't know if I told you, but I am actually training for an amateur mma fight myself are you i know you used to but with the neck and everything the neck's good the neck is bad but (laughs) i'm training so i trained down at uh coconut creek top team yeah i remember and then i when i moved out here i was like yeah am i gonna get to see a video of this yeah, yeah, you want right. you want me to send me a video? I'm hitting really hard oh. right now. And I'm wrestling no, I mean good. I want to see your fight. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I, I would I will definitely have to uh, see that. All right, I'm jumping. So, you. you you can be uh courtside. So you're you training you legit. Who are you fighting, dude? I don't know. It has to be someone within two wins of my record, which, which is zero and zero. <laughs> So also an no, amateur with no fights. You don't know who you're I getting. No, exactly. I have no pro fights, but you there's in? no age. There's no fucking age. So he could be like 20. He could be 20 coming straight out of wrestling practice to come and beat all right, my ass. All right. Is there a so weight? That, Are your weight class at least? Well, right now I'm 192. Okay. But, right, but I mean, um, can he? Can you just some dude comes in two forty, or you don't know? Oh no, no, we're fighting at a weight. I'm okay, fighting okay. at one seventy. I'm not. Oh, you're cutting. cutting Are you gonna cut? I am gonna cut. You're so gonna I do like a down. real cut. Yeah, I'm doing a cut. You're not, not messing around right now. Yeah. But I mean, I'm are bad. you going to like walk around at a heavier weight and then like cut like the day before the fight and then rehydrate and do all the real shit? No, I would like to get lower uh, than I am right now. So yeah. right now, like I said, I'm 192, 193 and I, um, I'm training, but uh, John, he's just like, I mean, he's like 50 something years old and he for real manhandles me. Oh, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm. Six one one ninety, and this is a grown man that I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure he could beat me with like one arm. Yeah, it doesn't go away that type of. Yeah, I mean, he's just a fucking animal. So he he helps me. With what the ounce wrestling. gloves are you wearing? What's that? What? How big? What kind of gloves you got? Eight ounce? What are they? Four ounce gloves. Four ounce? It's legit. That's it. Four ounce gloves. It's all legit. Anything so you don't goes. Know what, you don't, you're not going to know anything about your opponent until you step in the, the ring, the cage. That no, day? I'll know once it's signed. So okay. it has to be cleared by a Colorado commission. Okay. okay. I have to uh, get opponent that's within two wins. And, you know, I have John in my corner, so he knows all the MMA and wrestler guys around. Right. He's not going to let me go in there with some kid that's right. fucking some killer, you know, some animal, some golden gloves so, boxing champ. Yeah, exactly. Which he is also and helps me out. And, uh, right. you know, I have some talent. I'm, I'm OK, but that's awesome, you know, I'm not dude. about to go in there with uh, Gage or Khabib. Yeah. But uh, I so for for. My picks for Gagey and Khabib, I think Gagey is going to win that fight. I think so too. He's built he's built for that fight. Yeah, he's built for that fight. I think he'll win that fight. And then I think he uh which is a huge shock and upset, I mean, by the way. I mean Gagey beating Ferguson Khabib's was never a, lost. A huge shock. Yeah, Khabib has Khabib's has never the... lost, but he's never been kicked in the leg and he has a very particular style of uh takedown which i think justin is particularly suited for so uh khabib shoots a single or a double but he doesn't look to get you down in the center of the cage he looks for the fence right so he mashes you on the fence and he he works his single and his double well gagey has been training with trevor whitman in colorado here with usman 
Mm-hmm. And Usman is actually uh, a master of defense. I mean, I think you just saw they it with that height and they, Jorge put, the, Masvidal, they put the weight down um, on him. He could just uh, on he could just stick you on the fence and yeah. keep you there and kind of drain you. Well, uh, Gagey, I think he'll land some really hard leg kicks that will stop Khabib, Khabib's takedowns, and he's he's going to have to box Justin. And I think Justin's boxing is going to hurt him. Uh, quite a bit better than Khabib's. I what I noticed and then, and then I think he'll fight McGregor and lose. You think Gaethje will lose to Connor? Yeah. Wow. Just stylistically it's not the good matchup. I feel not like um, I think Khabib will smoke Connor again and then anyone with good wrestling that, that's what Connor's waiting for. Anyone with good wrestling and discipline's gonna smoke Connor. No, seriously. I mean, even Mendez. No, he's beating wrestlers, man. He beat like Chad Mendez. He beat Chad Mendez. Yeah, Mendez. Mendez dominated the whole fight and then gassed and got knocked out. For a round? That's why I said with discipline. Here's my my thing about Khabib. I see him actually in the fights I've watched. I actually see him getting a little tired. He does get tired, and I I feel like Gaethje doesn't get tired like that, and. Khabib doesn't really not recently. Not recently. Khabib also doesn't have knockout power like that. Um, so what are you really gonna the only way Khabib wins that fight to me is decision. And I feel like Gaethje will finish him off in the fourth or fifth round because he's gonna be tired. I feel like he's just gonna start cracking him with some heavy shots and kind of wear him down and, and finish him off. I'm surprised you agree with me on that. I've one. been saying I think it TKO fourth, fifth, late TKO I'm taking. I am right there with you. Have you been gambling at all? No, I mess with like DraftKings and stuff sometimes, but um, I did the millionaire contest today. I didn't win. I got to check, man. I might have cashed. Why hey. are you doing bets? I haven't done real bets. In yes. Long, I long gamble time. on MMA, but that's it. I've, I no do football. the DraftKings MMA sometimes. It's the same thing, I guess. You build a lot. Yeah, I don't do any uh, football. I think football is too impossible to bet on especially at the nfl level i think college football if you're gonna bet okay but i mean nfl you've always been good at it man i have no fucking idea how you do that you gotta be into it like that's why i wouldn't ever do it on a whim like if you're yeah but if you're gonna gamble you got to be like tapped into what's going on you know what i mean you got to be like reading articles all the time reading updates watching a lot of games like you have to really be tapped into that world if you're going to be even somewhat successful at figuring any of that's fantasy too like i'm not even doing my fantasy league this year because that it's too much of a commitment or you're just donating to people yeah if you're not reading like the waiver wires every week and seeing who's injured and who got twisted an ankle in practice and you know what i mean like You'll never compete. You know what? I'll say this. Fuck football. I think it's the dumbest sport. I think it's the stupidest shit that we've ever done. Yeah. I like football, but I'm not into it right now. No, I think it's dumb. I think so. You you can never tell who the fuck is doing anything, right? You can't tell if anyone's good. Right, is, right. is the quarterback good? Does he have a good O-line? Not good O-line? Is he good? Are receivers good? Running back good? You can't tell if anyone is fucking good in the whole league. Well, the they game's the one in the trenches, team. like they said. They could be the worst team in the league one year, and right. they win it. Yes. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like when talent wins. I like one-on-one sports. How about, I don't speaking football. of, you see Tyson lately? Did you see his last yes. interview? <laughs> Yes. Okay. So you saw the the ego came back. You saw the last <laughs> interview was so good, bro. The ego came back, but I, I, so I think Tyson is smarter actually than than people let on. Oh, I mean, bro, he I was just talking funky. to someone about this. Listen, he's he. There's a thing called emotional IQ, and he actually I loved it when he said emotional IQ verbatim because I've been preaching emotional IQ for fifty years. Not that I'm 50 There's years different old. Different kinds of intelligence. People with emotional IQ, it's a it's a bigger leader to success because you understand. You don't have to be artic. You don't have to understand science and math and shit. That guy reads books like a maniac, by the way, too, and philosophers and conquerors. But mushroom guy, he's all about introspection and understanding his own mind and understanding what makes people tick. No, he's a super, super, super uh, introspective 
intelligent person, bro. He's one of the most unique people on the planet. But the way he looks at 50 something, it just shows you with the, <laughs> not that he could pass the Rosada test, but the anti, he says that he works with like the most cutting edge anti-aging people in, in the country or whatever. And I believe it, but yeah, but whenever that's the thing. If you hear people say, he says that first video he posted kind of as a joke where he was hitting the bag or whatever, hitting the pads like almost a year ago. He's like, I was laid up with my sciatica pain for like a week after that or whatever, right? But then you saw he started taking all the stuff and doing whatever. People that say that's that. That's all sh- it is. Right, but that's what I mean. People that say that stuff should be banned from competition or that it's bad for you. How could something be bad for you if at 53 years old he can look and move like that? Look at the, the way he's moving now and the way he's. He looks amazing. So that Let stuff has to you. be good for you. Oh, it's good for you. There is no question. Right. I don't know what. I mean, I think it comes back to the same thing like. Uh, it's almost like a morality or religious argument. Like you, sh- you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't be able to modify your body. You shouldn't be able to, you know, keep your youth. Yeah. But look at all these chicks in Hollywood and Beverly Hills. Like I watch uh, Beverly Hills Housewives and New York Housewives. All this shit. My chick watches you that. You are definitely girlfriended yeah. up. I've seen them all myself. I'm not gonna watch lie. them all. I watch all this shit and I love it. Don't give a fuck. Right. It's great. Uh, but, it's you know, awful. these women look phenomenal. I mean, you're talking about 60-year-old women in Beverly Hills, California, yeah. looking like gorgeous women, classy. I'm like, they're in why, shape why, for the rain. Why, why would any of this shit be illegal? And I get it a little bit in competition because it's like... Uh, competition, it gets tricky. The playing field, right? It gets tricky. It was like the TRT exemption in MMA where they're letting Dan Henderson. But it's getting so far beyond that, man. You start getting into genetic engineering and stuff like where are you going to draw the line? Well, and then the the problem you will encounter is going to be this when it gets too good. If you're a football player and you say to a football player, you can't do this genetic modification, but everyone else can. So now we're all going to be. Way healthier, longer living specimens than we a guy. Look better than the NFL players. You're gonna have to let everybody start doing it. Once you're gonna have 53 year old guys on a fucking yacht that's just trying to slam an Instagram hoe that looks better than Mike Tyson yes. at 53 because he's, he's on all the gear. You're not even gonna have to be on shit. It's you're gonna have like your own 25 year old genes. Like, yeah, you know. Well, your 25 year old genes probably aren't the same as. <laughs> Mike, Mike Tyson, Tyson. You know what I'm saying? If I felt just feeling that energy, maybe if and you health, could get Mike Tyson's genes into your body, maybe you would. You know what I'm me. saying, dude? It's going to yeah. get to a point where you're not going to be able to put the bottle on anymore. And when you see Mike Tyson the way he's moving around, you go like, it's starting to get close, man. Because he looks amazing. He really looks incredible. He looks as good as he used to when he was fighting. As good as he looks. <laughs> if Roy Jones right? thinks, by the way, Roy Jones never really had knockout power for someone like by Tyson. Way, Roy Jones is just chilling, drinking, and sniffing cocaine. <laughs> Not only and that. And he had a glass jaw five, ten years ago when he tried to come back the oh, first time. Against Tarver. If, if, Roy thinks Tyson's not going to be swinging, swinging in this amateur <laughs> match. Here's the only thing. I mean, though. he's going to get his he's head taken Jones. off. He's been active. That's the only. He thing. has been way he's more been active. Fighting. Yeah, he's been fighting in Russia. He's been fighting guys that are active in like real fights. And here's the weird thing, though: <laughs> this fight got listed as a fucking exhibition. exhibition. Yeah. Why? That's what I'm saying. Well, so they won't test him. That's why. Well, it, well, in boxing, I know if it's listed as an exhibition, they have headgear on. Usually they do, but it's up to them. They're they, not gonna fucking have headgear. I don't think on. they have headgear. No, they can decide if you. The way that he was explaining, if you do an exhibition, you can make any rules. You so they could have. They decided to do eight rounds. It's longer than eight rounds is a real fight. Yeah, yeah no so shit. they're doing it. This is no Four joke. Is a real fight. Right, but I don't think they're doing headgear. I don't think they're doing any of that. The main reason was so that they didn't have to qualify. You know, look, Tyson couldn't pass. <laughs> no <laughs> one's passing anything in that fight. <laughs> You had to make it an Jones exhibition. Jones is on opiates. 
Mike Tyson's on cocaine yeah. again. No, it's Tyson's not on baby. coke. He's just doing so. He's on. Oh, yeah, he is. I can't wait to see it. I hope he snips up his fat line right before is, the fight. He is on a lot of banned substances, that's for sure. I can't wait to see it. And I'm sure Roy is uh, is juicing a little bit. You have to. Yeah. I mean, he juiced to fight Ruiz, right? He went up to heavyweight from cruiserweight. He was fighting 175, 185. Yeah, he got came to. up to 220, yeah. shredded, jacked. Never the same after that, after he had to cut. He cut down, fought Tarver, got smoked, no. fought someone else. I mean, he was just fighting bums and got just he, absolutely beat. He never – some guys aren't meant to carry all that kind of weight. Tyson, though, too, always at his best was, what, 205, 208? No, he's probably a little heavier. I think he was two twelve. Late in his career, he fought pretty light though. Early yeah, two eighteen was like his heaviest weight when he was great. He's small, heavy. I don't know, man. Small, heavy, but I can't just, wait. Uh, I hope just, he uh, takes. Uh, I hope he takes Roy's head off. I hope he just comes out like not even pretending it's an exhibition. I do too. Here's the thing, though. I don't know. I mean, I don't know his financial situation, but I do know he. Mike? Uh, yeah. He's, He's good, trying man. to start a like a retired athlete league, right? He wants to like put on events like John McEnroe versus Serena, kind of like the Billie Jean King shit. I like you know Charles Oakley. It was it kind of like the pros versus pros Joe's, versus Joe's yeah, yeah. You remember that? Of but course. like with famous people, I think that would be great, man. That's a great Smart. look, and I think you know who I. It's kind of what him and Roy are doing. Today. Yeah, the. That's what's trying to set it off. But yeah. I think what started that was that big three league, that ice cube mm-hmm. shit with the, the NBA that. guys. Yeah. I fucking love that. <laughs> I love that. I love watching Stack play yeah. and Chauncey Billups and fucking Al Harrington. Was yo, it Al Gilbert Harrington Arenas was in yeah. there. At the- Gilbert, yo, Gilbert Arenas would still bust someone's ass in he's, the NBA today for eight minutes. He's probably only like 34. Six or something. He's not that old. He could for sure still play. Guarantee. Well, he you had that. He had that gun. That gun issue. Or smart on him. <laughs> Dude, the funniest, is still fucking hibachi. Funniest man. thing I ever saw was uh, Alonzo Mourning on Pros vs. Joes. Did you ever see that one? They're playing. No, I saw Oakley on there though. Wait, Zoe's playing these dudes three on three. These like you know white chubby kids and they're decent they get like decent dudes that play like you know college junior college right. ball or something and this dude's hacking the shit out of zoe and zoe's getting mad and he says no he gets mad and zoe says to the ref he goes if you if you let that go again i'm gonna hit you or whatever the dude <laughs> the dude fouls zoe again zoe snatches the dude up in a rear naked from behind and he was not playing around and the dude was kind of trying to giggle it off like Oh, we're all playing around. Zoe yeah, was not okay. playing around, and he was lifting him with the choke. Like he, they had to like pull him off. Like, yo, Alonzo's yeah, fucking no... bicep <laughs> to the back is bigger than my torso. No, so he... go ahead and get choked up by Alonzo. Morning, <laughs> he snatched him up from behind. Yeah, he wasn't playing out there. There's no game show for Zoe, man. He's just one, no. One Zoe mode. is no joke, man. That's why I was saying, like, um. You know, sports competition, it used to be like, um, and those old school guys, it's so hardcore. You know, they were booing. I don't know if you saw, they booed the other day. The NFL guys all embraced before the game. The Chiefs I did see and that. The, and it, it was like. KC in Texas. KC in Texas. So it's all over the news. And everyone on the left saying it just proves everyone's racist because they booed. And everyone on the right saying it, it just proves they see through this bullshit or whatever. And I was thinking it's, it's neither of those things. It's. Old school, well, old school football fans, they want to see you hit the other team in the mouth. If you're a Chiefs fan, you hate the Texans. If you're, you don't want to see these guys holding hands before the game, singing "Kumbaya," even if it is a, a movement you agree with. You know what I mean? It's like they were giving NBA guys a hard time years ago just for shaking hands before games. Like imagine Zoe shaking hands and hugging on a teammate before. Do it after the game, maybe. But like before yeah. the game, all this like, like it's like, bro, if you're like a Redskins fan, you're like, we want to kill the Cowboys. You want to knock somebody out. Like, let's not hug each other before the game. Yeah, and I hear they, you. I, I, I think, think that's, that's why people. Naivety, 
you know, like no, but that's why people are booing. Those are those the guys that go to stadiums to watch the games and drink their beer. Like those, they've been they've had those. They've been going since the seventies, man. They're there to see some blood. They don't want you hugging it up. I I get that, but those guys are dumb because what you're really looking at is a whole fucking stadium full of suckers that are paying their fucking eighty dollars for their ticket and then their fifteen dollars for a beer to sit down and watch a bunch of millionaire talented athletes play and think they have a say you know so at the beginning of the game deshaun watson walks up to fucking uh what's the homie's name on kc he's uh, like he's the best ever he's not the best ever Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes. He's the best he is, ever. get out of here he's the best ever by a lot the best quarterback ever you're already naming Mahomes. you're naming you're crowning Mahomes the better than tom brady he's the best qb yes. to ever play Oh yeah! If you if you went to a fucking if you went to a, a middle school playground and Tom Brady and take a Michael Patrick Vick, Holmes take a Michael were, Vick. Yeah, well, yeah, me too. Uh, I'm a big Vick Even guy. Mahomes too. can't move but like I, Vick. I, but Vick, Mahomes is better than Vick. Mahomes. Doesn't have the arm strength Vick had. He does. Yes, he does. Vick could throw that thing ninety yards on a rope. And he oh, was faster. So and he was faster. He's more polished. No, think, He's more I polished. Think Holmes is probably the best now. And then it's probably Aaron Rodgers and then like fucking Brady or Peyton Manning or something. You Tom know, Tom Brady that, has like nine Super Bowls. What is this guy wins a Super Bowl every year? Ah, uh, but who cares? <laughs> you know, like with, with the shit built around you. I want to see when I watch you. When I see Tom Brady play i'm like this is a fucking white guy i think quarterback's the only position you can kind of base titles on how good they are because in the like you said in the nfl there's so no. many movies no but i mean let's say let's say you're the best defensive i'm just making an example I'm, I'm agreeing with you let's say you're the best defensive tackle ever how much can you do to win a super bowl for your team like nothing yeah, you ain't shit. but in you're the end but you get one but in the nba i i it's everything because you got 10 guys on the floor Wait a minute. If you're a great with you and four other guys, you could touch the ball every. You can impose your will on an on a basketball game so much more easily as one man. It's why the all time greats, most of them, have won champ. You can't disagree. If you're a corner in the NFL, what can you fucking do? But if I'm a, a yeah. if I'm a guard, if I'm Michael know, Jordan on the Bulls, just give you me the ball, right? But Jordan. But in that's basketball, you really can't good. hide. You can't hide in basketball. Give Jordan the ball. Let him go to work. Give him six uh, championships. Oh, man. Oh, this reminds me of our old I'm not Kobe saying who's better. I'm just Jordan. saying, no, nah, you can impose your will in an NBA game the way you cannot do so in other sports. Who, who's the best to you today in the NBA? The best current player right now? Yeah. I really don't like him. I know you're trying to think of anyone but LeBron right now. <laughs> I mean, you know the Lakers are my squad. I was going to say, I, I really don't like So I think it's KD. I was going to say KD, and I, I'm not a KD fan either. I'm not a KD fan either, but he's got... I, I'm not either, but I do think holes. he is the best. I think Mahomes is the best. <laughs> I think KD is the best. I think it's not even fucking close. As a career, I give Bron an edge over KD because of what he's accomplished, and he's obviously had some more time, and and he's done more, and his stats are. But if like you just who cares like, about that? No, no. you are saying like who's better today? Like if you threw him out on the court, who's better? Yeah, you know I don't care about accomplishments. I don't care about rings. Well, that was always my argument with like LeBron, or, or let's say even Kobe and Michael, right? I just felt Kobe was a fucking better player, period. I don't care about rings. I don't care about whatever. I felt like Kobe was a be- a better player, and then I felt the same about LeBron versus Kobe, which There's is – such hey, different yo, players, though. Who, who would you rather have? Kobe. They're such different players. Like the, <laughs> No, really. The Kobe-Michael one's easy to compare because they're so similar. They're the You'd same. rather have Kobe over LeBron. Let me finish. <laughs> the Kobe – Kobe Michael, same size, same position, same everything. Kobe had a better three ball. It, it kind of gives him the edge. And you look at so many games where they had to come back from high. Like he just come down cranking those threes. Jordan never really had that. Different leagues also. Uh, as far as Braun, look, to me, Braun is a, a point forward. You know what I mean? He's to compare him to anyone, 
I don't compare him to Michael and Kobe and those guys. I compare him to like Magic Johnson and Grant Hill and those kind of guys. It's 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 not the same position. It's not. Uh, I I put him more. I'd rank him more with the point guards. But if you're saying like, who do I want just to win a game? Kobe was such an the the. the you're mental, just taking Kobe over everyone. I'm not mad. At MJ that. and Kobe to me are one A and one A and one two. However, you want to slice it up. My whole thing with Kobe and MJ is that killer. The natural killer mentality. Or yeah, I get LeBron's evolved and he's matured, and now he does take his teammates under. Well, whatever. Kobe and Michael were <laughs> trying to rip your heart out when they were three. Like they just wanted to destroy you, and it was a different type of competitiveness. And uh, they were just a, LeBron's just naturally softer, in my opinion. Oh God, you've he always been on that. He's a, man. He is. He's a naturally soft. He's had to learn how to like. He's had to learn how to have that killer instinct and kind of try to like manufacture it. And he's not as smart as those guys. He he doesn't. Oh, he's 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 a better passer. He's I get that. He, I get that. He sees the, he sees the floor really well. I'm not saying that he's an amazing passer. I just, I don't think he had, you know, Jordan and Kobe understood the game at such a high, high level. I don't know. I've heard him in a million oh, interviews man. breaking shit down. What a dorky argument we're having right now. Imagine arguing about Kobe, LeBron, and Michael. Yeah. I mean, that's. It's good podcast fodder. All right. Well, back <laughs> to fights then. Have you watched any fights? I've I've been slacking big time. I've seen a few. Watch so, all the fights. Did you see like uh because um you know Des knows him a little or whatever uh, Hector Lombard was he's fighting that bare knuckle championship yeah and he just knocked out uh, Kendall Grove who was also a UFC guy. <laughs> Talk about bringing people retired people back to fight each other or whatever. Yeah, I know. I it's funny. I always run into MMA guys whether I was down in Florida or out here. I just always seem to be around an MMA hub and. Uh, yeah, I think there's there's some really there's good fights coming up next weekend. There's uh Kobe Covington and uh Tyron Woodley, That's which a is good, a great fight. He's such a there's character, a, man. Yeah, I like Kobe a lot. He's uh, the new Chael. Yeah, he is. He is in a way. I know he gets flack for that, uh, just trying to be divisive. But there's something to be said, just like you're saying, for uh, emotional intelligence and how you can create two teams and two sides market yourself like, Yo, how about it everyone's gonna buy the fucking fight you, you know, know i think when, when, the when, they, when kobe retires in five years and he's got 20 million more than other dudes that were even more successful because he was smart enough to put a, a stick together and and i mean it's nick and nate diaz right it's right. it's jorge masvidal these are guys that ha- are have major commercial appeal and how to get people to tune in, but uh, maybe not, you know, to championship level. Right. Uh, it matters more. Nate Diaz. Yeah. And who cares? Because I would rather watch Nate or Nick or yeah. George fight than a lot of guys that that are more accomplished. I think they understand a a certain showmanship in a fight and like what people are looking for. What What do people think is a real tough guy? Right, uh, Demetrius you know, real, Don, real Johnson guy is a guy that doesn't take a step back. That is always trying to finish the fight. That never gives up. Never trying to win on points. You know that BMF belt. I think that was a real, uh, unintentionally smart move by Dana because I think all fans in our minds we all had a BMF. Right. right? I, I I grew up as a fan of fighting and. Uh, you know, Mike Tyson was my BMF, and Nick Diaz is my BMF, yeah. and and these guys where I was like, that's how you fight. I still you know, think that's me. how you fight. That's how you fight, and that kind of just stuck with me. And I I, I would like to see him continue the lineage of the BMF and try to try to make more fights, whether it's between classes or whatever. You know, yeah. if you want to put uh, Paulo Borracino in there for the fight. That's a bad motherfucker, yeah. yeah. And if the if the BMF gets taken to 185, great. That's where it stays until someone from 170 or one or, or 285 can take it back. You know, Dominic Reyes or John Jones is a bad motherfucker too. Yeah. So 
Well, plus, if, I'd if, love if, to see some stuff like that. Super fights. If, and if you're, it's it's even more important if you're a killer too, because like no one, like Terry, right? But nobody with a name wants to fight a killer without a name. That's the last right. fight they want. Like they want to either fight a bum with no name or a killer with a huge name. But a killer without a name, no one wants to fight that guy. So you really have to market yourself. If you're going to be a dangerous young fighter, no one's going to want to fucking sign a fight with you. You have to market yourself as a bad motherfucker. Have I to. mean, you got to fight like it. You got to have something like else going Walmart. on. The only boring fighter I ever loved watching because he was such a technician. You know, I was a big George fan. George. But most, bo- look at, I was bringing up Demetrius Johnson or whatever. Like, no one knows that guy. He's arguably like one of the top three fighters ever. Yeah, but he's just—he's just boring and nice, and doesn't have. Yeah, he's a dork. I mean, I think that's. The, I mean, uh, is you he can't be. But like, look at what that guy probably is made or gets paid. Like, it's such a fraction of what. Like, it's not great. And Nate Diaz has lost probably what twelve fights or something, and he could sign tomorrow, make millions against ten different guys. I mean, I think they just signed him to fight George, and they're both getting pay per view points. Which Wait, I don't know if you know this, but on the, the last pay per view for the UFC, uh Masvidal was originally slated to fight Usman, who's yes probably, you know, as good as yeah, anyone he got hurt or broke his hand or something. No, he actually was a contract negotiation. Didn't that he was break the, his hand or something? Not not Masvidal. No, uh, Usman, I thought, broke something. Like a broken not, wrist. Not to my something. knowledge. From, oh. from my understanding, uh, Masvidal didn't sign because the money wasn't right. So what he was arguing was pay-per-view points, which is the contention of a lot of uh, UFC fighters. Yeah, where that's where all really, the money is. That's where the money is. And, and pay-per-views are not as big as they've been, but when you take an account, let's say – uh Masvidal, he moves the fucking needle right so yeah. they booked gilbert burns to fight usman uh for that title fight and then uh burns tested positive for covid okay so they started scrambling uh, and, i remember everybody was complaining that it was a wasted fight anyway to even which is crazy because burns but that's a good example you, of it could beat both of those but guys. that's a perfect example of a dangerous dude that no one's ever heard of no one knows gil burns that's right a- <laughs> Most dangerous dude, probably the best dude above Usman and Masvidal. No right. one knows who the fuck he is, and they wouldn't know unless he takes one of those guys out. Right. And then so even still, you got to be an exciting yeah, and person. Even still, right? Like Weidman beating uh, Silva. Right. I knew before that Anderson Silva fight, I was like, there's no fucking way he's beating Chris Weidman. Right. And, you know, everyone watches it and they're surprised well especially it's, after chael dominated them for four and a half right. rounds you see like, a wrestler just beat his ass a more right physical bigger stronger guy i mean it, it was a bad matchup right. right you know weidman had his formula from before they even stepped in the ring so i just think uh you know it comes to the the same thing for like burns uh he's not a draw Right. Like, and between the three of them, Masvidal is the guy that people want to fight with. Who's who's calling a fight with right. them? Nate, Nick, Connor. They all want the fucking money. Of course. And you're not going to get fighter. the money going in and getting your ass chewed in a meat grinder against Usman, pinning you against a right. cage for five rounds. When you could go and fight George or Nate or well, Nick. And put on an entertaining show and put on a, a tough guy fight. We were talking about Hector when he came in. I remember when he came to the UFC from Bellator, nobody would fight him because he no. wasn't a big name. And he's going to dump you on your head with judo. And he's every punch, he's swinging for the fence. Like nobody wanted to fight that dude. It was like a no win situation. You're going to get, you're going to get cracked really oh, hard. He's an animal. I mean, he's even if you win five foot six. At 185 pounds, fighting guys that are six two and six three, yeah. and he's just like a coiled fucking. <laughs> it's similar to player. similar Tyson style that that Very coiled, hundred percent. I he always reminded me of that that coiling in every punch with the bad intentions, but that judo once yeah. a fight he would dump you on your head. Amazing man, he was like uh, Romero before Romero. Yeah, he's an animal now. Still, yeah. yo, uh, still, yeah. I feel yeah, like he had uh, that awful fight, 
awful fight with Izzy Adesanya, though. Um, He's a... I think that's a problem that the the UFC has run into in the past is finding like two really good strikers that will get in a fight, but they're both counter strikers. Right. I think that's the miss that they've done a couple of times. If you're going to put Izzy Adesanya yeah. with Yoel Romero, it's a lot of backing up, man. If you put Damian Maia with Anderson Silva. Who did Anderson or, Silva fight where like three strikes were thrown the whole fight? Years and years ago, there was one fight Talis where, like, La- there was several Talis Latis, Damian yeah. Maya. There was one where, like, I mean, nobody landed. Yeah, right. Because he needs you need to have if you're if you're going to do stand up styles as far as clashes, you have to have someone that's an aggressor and someone that's a, a counter striker or two aggressors. If you have right. two counter strikers, man, you're not going to make a lot of money in your main event. Yeah, no, nah, you need the styles to make the fights for sure. I feel like um, Nate, he's a fave, man. He can beat, he's one of those dudes, like, he really can beat anybody on the right day. And he's so hard to finish. Like, all these fights, that's not even the first stoppage I don't think he's had. Because you know they get cut so easy and everything, but they... Oh, yeah. But, like, if you, if Nick and Nate, I hate that they always group them together. I hate that Mike Goldberg, when you watch, like, a Nate fight, every comment is... Nate and his brother, both to every comment's him and his brother. It's never just about Nate. Nick and Nate. Goldberg hasn't commentated in a long time. You know what I'm saying. But everyone groups them together regardless. But if you said take a guy in the street and just fight until neither guy is willing to move anymore, there's not many guys I'm picking over Nate or Nick because even with that cut, like if you just said there's no time limit on this fight with Maz Vidal. You guys go in there till one of you can't come out. I'm not, I'm not picking against him. You know what I mean? I got. I still got busted all in that face. one. It's, he's gonna he's wear too down. big and strong. I, I think that that's a tough matchup for Nate. I think he Nate like having fought. Yeah, but Nate's Nate does have more polished stand up and boxing. And he obviously does have better grab. I feel like. He gets in these rhythms with guys sometimes where he's really just kind of naturally rolling with the punches and he's just he's such a, a unorthodox boxer. I don't know. He gets hit. He gets hit. I could see him being a little scrappier, mixing it up, landing more combo. I don't know. I'm always pulling for Nate. I do like Masvidal. I am though. too. I am too. I'm a I mean, I'm a hardcore I can't hate George. Nate and Nate Diaz fan and George. I love George too and I love Masvidal. I I like seeing all these guys what I like to see is like uh, guys performing their best to make the most money. I'm almost on the fighter's side as opposed yes. to anything else because I know what they go through, and it's really uh, and it's such a short career to really put you know put the wraps on your hand and support your ha- your family by going in there and fighting another guy that trained to fight you. You're you're uh, and they got to pay their trainers and their coaches and their massage guy and their gym and everything else they don't end up with much left and if they're lucky they get a few fights then they basically retire in their 30s if they're lucky if you're lucky and then they don't have like they need to then live off that and then you got brain damage too and no other skill well they still say most of i guess because the uh the wrestling aspect they do say i think the majority of ufc guys are like college graduates and have degrees and shit I don't know about that. Probably not anymore, but I remember a while ago they gave the stat. It was like 60-something percent, but I think it is because of all the collegiate wrestlers that had come in. It's the wrestlers. It's still a huge chunk. Probably a good third of the leagues, probably guys that came up through college wrestling system. So they're going to mostly have you know, degrees and other stuff they can maybe at least do when they're done. Like, all right, at least I have this, you know, finance fucking degree or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like Shane Carwin or something. He went to like yeah, he was a teacher, the Colorado right? School of Mines. He's an engineer. You right. know, came in there, smoked Brock Lesnar, Frank Mir, laughed all the way to the bank, and then was like, I'm good. I'm getting hit in the face. I was thinking of what's his name? Who's the dude? Uh, shit. Who's the guy that fought Anderson Silver like three times and was always getting smoked? The white dude. Rich Franklin. Rich Franklin. He was the high school teacher, the science teacher. He was a substitute teacher, yes. (laughs) Something like that. I like that you knew Franklin off the bat. Man, during that time, he would have been the best. He smoked everybody. He was the best. Everyone but Silva. Yeah. 
Silva was kind of like, it's like DC, like you know, John Jones never yes. existed. Uh, Daniel Cormier might be the best light heavyweight <laughs> fighter to ever strap him on at yeah. 205. No one else could beat him. Um, yeah, there's a lot of guys like that. I, I feel like Silva, though, was like kind of protected in an era where, like you said, man, if he had to really face these discipline, like at any time in Anderson Silva's career, GSP would have beaten him. Yeah. Because it's a guy that just would have, I'm not standing with you. I agree. I'm just going to crawl on you and I'm going to stand. You're getting single legged. Chael showed the blueprint and he just, did it. He gave it up at the end. It was just a complete brain lapse. I don't know what the hell he was thinking, but. Yeah, Chell beat the shit out of him for five rounds Anderson's and everyone career, was like, ah, he's done. But Silva's career was always against guys that wanted to strike. It was never against someone who's going to be like a dedicated wrestler. And he did that and for even years. And he was a wrestler. He had a hard time. Travis Luter. Right. He was I mean, he had a hard time with right. the guys that did that. Exactly. But, man, he was a fucking sniper, though. Amazing. The most insane. Well, oh, uh, that other dude now, the uh, you're talking about Stylebender or whatever. He's doing the same shit. Crazier Woo-hoo! shit. But that's why I have a hard time when people put Silva at the top of the list. Like, I get what he did, and he was a pioneer, but just skill-wise. Dude, and that's what that. Sarah Blemish. If you take that Sarah fluky ass blemish off in the middle of his career and he just came back and stomped him. And Sarah's a tough dude, but if you take that yeah. away, then you're talking like what, a nine year stretch or something with like where he didn't even lose a round. Yeah, he's I mean Sanderson Silva. But everyone says John everyone says John Jones, though. Yeah, John Jones is he he's for me, it's uh, GSP number one because there's never been any of the uh, allegations against George that there has been against John as far as performance enhancers. Right. I don't know. George might have been juicing too, but could have been uh, coming off some of those thing. injuries for sure, tearing yeah. ACLs and shit like that. It's the only thing that keeps me from putting John at the top of the list is those uh, all oh, the man. steroids and shit. All the steroids, all the arrests, all those like, I never understood this, bro. I will never understand with celebrities that are always getting like busted in public with Coke and shit. I never got it. Like if you're a multi-gazillionaire, don't people bring you shit? Can't you hang out in your mansion and snort all the Coke you want? Do you have to be out at three in the morning barefoot getting, picking up fucking Burger King? Like, Well, I mean, as a person that likes cocaine, I'll tell you. Do you you for real? You keep saying that on you. You want me to edit it? No, I don't want you to. This is a known fact. Cocaine is great. I think more people should use it. But what I do find on it is that I do have a God complex. I feel I am John Jones. So when John Jones does cocaine, I don't know who he feels like. Maybe Rick James. Maybe Prince, but if you do cocaine and you're John Jones, I mean, imagine being that light heavyweight champ, high, you know, rated top of the world, and then you're uh, sniffing some blow. What do you think you're going to think about yourself? For sure. I just feel like um, he should have a little more recognition of like in this clear moments, you know, of, hey, I could be the best ever if I just keep my shit together for a minute. He is. And in five years, yeah, but he could have just been like, man, in five years I can just retire with hundreds of millions of dollars and do yeah, all. He has it. Fine, but do I could go down as the goat and then the rest of my life I could do blowing hookers. Like I have to do it now while I'm fighting. It's it's maybe he doesn't care. Who cares? He right? Might not care. Like, Look, Mike, we're talking about Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, I never, ever, ever would have thought if you asked me in the nineties that he wouldn't be dead or in prison. You, you know, you talk about a guy that really just kind of turned his whole perspective. He was, no one was more reckless than that dude. No. And he's still great, but he's not reckless anymore. He was talking about discipline on that show. And he was saying like, if if you don't have discipline, all discipline. you ain't shit. You ain't shit. If you're getting, you if you're getting you arrested, Jones, if you're getting you're arrested for DUIs every three months, you're not that disciplined a person. If you don't think, John Jones is disciplined. You're crazy. He's disciplined when he How wants to be. 
Go go and look at the line of guys. He's even he said beat. he barely trained for some of those fights. He's for first, Gustafson. Listen, who the fuck would it? Whoever heard of okay. Gustafson? First of all, I'm not saying he's not disciplined when he wants to be in a camp and stuff like that. Just in his life, he's not that disciplined, and I don't think he's anywhere close to the most disciplined gym. You know, he's never been known as a gym rat or anything of the sort. He's the yeah. most talented dude. Yeah. He yeah, gets away with a lot of that shit. Dude. I don't know. I like that. I like guys like that. I like a guy that'll come in off of Connor. a fucking bar stool. Connor just shows in. up yeah. late, hammered from come the in, night before, whoop someone's ass. Come in, no training camp, smoke this idiot that just spent his last fucking 12 weeks <laughs> eating kale and fucking spinach or whatever and just come in and kick him in the face and have a nice day. I'm counting my 10 mil. You can do it against bums, man. Tyson found out when he stopped training hard. You can't, there's only so much of that you can do, man. Uh, unless you're John Jones. <laughs> I guess, man. I, I'd love to see, man, he really, really, really needs to just not cut weight and fight it heavy because, and there's so many fun. That's what he's doing. There's just so many fun fights. Like it's, he should have done it five years ago. He cleared out light yeah. heavyweight five years ago. You could have given him all these cool fights, dudes who were 240. Well, one just, thing he, he's never been is actually a good uh pay-per-view seller right so he's just not someone for whatever reason that people tune in to watch and i think that's part of it is not like being able to feel uh the momentum like connor does right like he accomplishes something and before it gets that's what i'm saying he's on to the next move he's like okay just smoked uh jose aldo my next fight is Eddie Alvarez, who has the belt, who's a great matchup for me. No one right. knows it. No one even knows I'm in line for that belt. But here I come, you know, and John Jones kind of never sees that opportunity when, like, you know, Stipe won the belt. He should have been like, I'll beat fucking Stipe. Right. Sleepwalking. You no, know, John, you John has no. That's what I'm saying. He has no self-perception. Of like who he who he is or what spot he's in or whatever you could say he doesn't care. I guarantee you he's gonna care when he looks yeah, back. He's like in 20 your boy years. Trump. He's just like a narcissist, only sees himself, and he doesn't know how to uh, put himself in the position where uh, he's like there. There's two sides, right? It's that same thing where where you're creating two teams. Like, can John Jones win at heavyweight? Yes or no. He just never. He can beat ninety percent of the dudes at heavyweight, but he's gonna. Maybe he doesn't care. I would care. Most people would care when they look back that they fucked up their life. Like he could have been the hands down goat, uncontested, no questions asked. If he'd have just kept it together a little bit. Who cares if you got sixty million dollars in your bank account and your family is fed? Well, he That's what had, I would say I would care about. He'd have been a yeah, but he'd have been a he. First of all, he'd be two three times as rich because he'd be on every commercial everywhere. He'd be on every Wheaties box and everything else. He'd be twice as rich from the endorsements, which he's not even getting because he's known as such a trouble. But also, legacy's everything, man. All these guys are rich. Oh. In oh, sports, I hate that. in sports, assuming all things are equal, who cares? Because in sports, it's all about the record books. It's all about. Have you ever heard of fucking? Uh... Fucking Artie, who you know what I'm saying? Like well, that's know, that's my you, point. You that, like so who who is the best uh, that's football my... player in 1946? <laughs> who gives a fuck? Correct. That's my point. You can't name him, but everyone can name Jerry Rice. You know what I mean? Everyone can name Randy Moss. No, there. Look, there's a handful of guys. <laughs> there's a handful of guys in 20 years, and you go, "Who's the best fighter ever?" People are gonna have the same debate we just had. Whereas it could have just been people said John Jones. Just like they say Michael Jordan. No, oh, anyone that's smart will say John Jones. Or they'll go, oh, it could be George. It could, if they want to be, they'll go, oh, maybe Demetrius Johnson, man. Why not him? Yeah, I hear Because he's not I mean, exciting? Because he fights argument. at 120 pounds? I mean. Yeah, I hear you. I, I think there's less of an argument for Demetrius Johnson because of the weight. <laughs> You know, even what? though it's probably more competitive. Yeah, but that the way. cardio, why you got to take away because he's tiny? Well, I'm, I it agree. It looks cooler to see big dudes. I mean, he's probably skill for skill better, you know, That's than what both I mean. of those guys. And more consistent but, for a longer period of time. Yeah. 
for sure. And then ran into Cejudo, who is also a fucking monster who I miss. I wish he would come back and fight. Even look what but, Aldo did before he fell apart at that lightweight. Yeah. The run Aldo went on is probably more, run. more impressive than <laughs> Jones. Yeah. He, I mean. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, a, it's a weird one. But yeah, little dudes get no credit. Everyone always wants to see heavyweights. It's more exciting. That power. I'd say I'd say middleweight light. Yeah, I'd say middleweight light heavyweights kind of the best because they still they can still move around. They still got decent cardio. Yeah, a lot of heavyweights look sluggish as shit, especially UFC heavyweights. Boxing heavyweights look pretty good a lot. They're low twos, but but the MMA heavyweights, yeah, they're all two forty, two fifty, gassing out. But yeah, it's hard to watch. I mean, it it just depends. I like the one eighty five. Pretty much 155 to 205 is yeah. what I watch the most, most, and I think those guys are probably the most talented. I think right yeah. now the deepest talent pool is 155. I don't even think there's an argument well, that's, there. It's because that's the common there's man. Guys. Right, and they're all cutting from like 170. So just like 170 is like, you know, 165, 170 is probably your average man's weight in this country. or It's probably way yeah. higher now. Everyone's huge, but. Everyone's fat. But it's very easy for Speaking most... Of, what's your opinion on fat shaming? <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody should be making fun of people for the way they look, bro. Oh, it's, come on. If you're talking about, like, from a health standpoint, everybody should be healthy. Yeah, I know. I get picked on. I've put on some weight uh, during this cold COVID thing, <laughs> and my girl rips on me, and it motivates me. You know, I'm like... I can't. I don't gain a pound, bro. You know me. I know that's crazy, man. Dude, we got to make this a regular segment. You can come back on. We'll talk all kinds of more shit. The Jake and John segment. I'll come back to you, my man. Thank you, bro. Tell the girl sorry I I occupied you so long. Walk. It's okay. I and I also want to congratulate you on your show. I've always thought you were a smart guy, Uh, even though I don't always agree with you. I think you're doing something cool, and uh, I support you. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, we've been talking about Jake and I used to have long ass phone conversations and always go, man, that should have been a podcast because we'd be stoner talking about the universe for three hours. So (laughs) Uh, good shit, man. Thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it, dude. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. We get death. Like I said, you come back anytime you want. Anytime, buddy. Hit me up.